You're listening to Good Morning, the podcast talking all things grief with honesty and humour. Welcome back to the Good Morning podcast. We are your hosts, Sal and Nim, and we are coming in hot with another episode of our community-driven Grief Tip Tuesday segment, which if you are new around here, it is a bite-sized episode where we share griefy tips and advice by you all for you all. It is the perfect episode for those of us who are grieving on the go and are busy and don't necessarily have a lot of time to digest an hour-long episode. Sal, that sounds like you. <laughs> what are we talking about today? That's a bit of me, that is. Yeah. Give me all the info in 10 minutes. No. Literally. <laughs> today, we are sharing your experiences with shock and grief. And shock can be a massive element of losing someone we love. It can actually be just huge, can't it? Absolutely. And it's really hard to cope with. Um, what's To start, I think let's just talk a little bit about our experiences with shock. Sal, what was yours like? I think um, for me after mum died, because I had to go straight back to the UK, I had to like fly back across the other side of the world like the next day and then saw all of the estate and admin out and funeral and all that jazz. The shock actually kind of almost manifested for me as like autopilot. Like I didn't mm. really, nothing really sunk in until like a good kind of few months after I got back to Oz I think because I just was running on adrenaline and shock and like it actually probably in a way helped me get everything that I needed to get done done if that makes sense yes definitely I know exactly what you mean um I think it can also like help it makes like nothing feel real like it's hard for anything to see sink in it's like a bit of a protection mechanism because what's happened is so huge you can't you cannot take it all in and process it all at once so it kind of helps stop that from to stop that from happening I think you know we also had a a real variety of responses to this topic Um, we can't read every single message out because there's a lot and we're really trying hard to keep these bite-sized but a lot of you reached out and said that you were still feeling shock months or even years in. So we want to normalize the longevity of shock as well. I think that's super important. Um, So for me, it wasn't until like, I remember distinctly, it was around the 10 month mark that I felt a lot of the shock element lift. And that's a long time, like 10 months, you know, and and Mm. I didn't even really know I was in it at the time until that 10 months hit. And I think what frustrates me and a lot of the people in the, in the community feel the same is when people say like the first year of loss is the hardest. When I think in actual fact, the shock keeps you in that state of disbelief, you know, when Mm. that starts to wear off, you're faced with the finality of death. And that is the fucking hardest. Like, you know, like you start to just realize like, holy shit, they're not coming back. And that can take a really long time to get to that place. And that feeling of longing for someone is really painful. And I know I can speak for both of us on this one, Sal, but the second year of our loss was in some ways like harder, wasn't it? Definitely. And I think you're spot on. Like you say, you know, it's kind of like after the initial year when you you are like clouded by shock and it's almost like the finality and the realization starts to can start to sink in. It's not the same for everyone. And and I think that's why it's really important to talk about for some people, it's a few months for some people, it's a few years. There's really like no right or wrong way um, to be processing. But, you know, I remember for me, it was almost like I'd oscillate between like, sort of knowing it was real and then feeling shocked and like the shock would catch me off guard sometimes. And I honestly, I'd be like sitting there or, you know, walking around or just going about my day to day. And I'd be like, wait, did that really happen? Like, 
hang on a minute like yes. you know and it's all it just catches you off guard Nick you, I I definitely found like I moved through sort of like periods of shock and then out of shock and like it wasn't like maybe a consistent state for me but it was like I'd have yeah. periods of it as, as well yeah and I think you know obviously the circumstances surrounding everyone's loss is gonna you know make a difference like mine was a very yeah. traumatic sudden death by suicide so I think you know that takes you know a lot to process as well. Obviously yours was a sudden death. So there is going to be huge shock for that. But mm. I think even people experience anticipating anticipatory grief feel shock too. So definitely everyone's shock is going to look different to them. Just like our grief is all unique to us. So yeah, we just want to normalize all the different types of shock and just let you know that if you're still feeling like it's unbelievable and like you can't process things and, and just, yeah, it's normal. Oh, You're not alone, guys. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, the finality of death, no matter how it happens, whether it's sudden, whether it's anticipated, you know, it's the finality of death could be really hard to get your head mm. around, comprehending where they've gone or comprehending that they're not here. And it's just, it's so much. It's like, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> That's why we're doing this episode <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> So let's jump into your experiences and advice, guys. Morg says that after my brother died, I went into immediate shock and I just couldn't comprehend that it was real, kind of like what you said in. Mm, yes, it can just catch you off guard over and over again. Like. And naturally, Nicole Ray says it was three years for me until it finally sunk in and I really didn't expect it to be that long. Jennifer Louise says that for her, having family come round and help with cooking and shopping and all of those bits, and also just really sitting with her really helped her. I think, you know, the shock can just make it hard to do basic things sometimes, can't it, as well? So Absolutely. Literally, like the <laughs> simplest of tasks can feel impossible. And I think when our bodies are in a state of shock, I think it's really important to talk about we're actually in fight or flight mode. So we're really in a state of survival not to get too sciencey on you guys, but when you're feeling fear or stress, it can come from grief and loss and trauma. Your amygdala, which is the small part of your brain's limbic system, the part that kind of regulates your emotions and acts as the fear, fear response, is acts as an alarm system. So it can scream, you know, you're in danger, sending out like a SOS to your nervous system, basically trying to like alert you of fear. And this can set your body's fear response into motion by flooding it with stress hormones, cortisol, and adrenaline. So your body is in that state after you've experienced loss or trauma or anything like that. Like we can live in this state for a long time. Yeah. And I think the shock and the sort of the feeling of like sort of brain fog and grief brain can often kind of mm. go hand in hand the stress response and the fight or flight mode, you know, it does feel like you're living in survival mode and that shock and that sort of like, nothing seems real. And mm -hmm. Tiff here says, I think I spent eight months in survival mode and I found that it hasn't really gone away, but it has lessened in intensity. What's helped me is diving into routines throughout the day to help me keep a sliver of normality and also stay grounded. I really like that suggestion. I think, you know, the shock of grief can leave you feeling like untethered, can't it, Im? And yeah. I think like doing things that ground you and maybe having a sense of routine, if that helps you, that's a really good idea. And Loralee says, I think my brain is still in shock. It's been one year and I still only remember bits of my husband's death day. Kath says, 
Kat says, it took six months for me letting it be because trying to force anything makes it worse. And that's the thing. I think sometimes just riding it out can be the only thing that helps. Like if you're struggling, we definitely recommend like seeing a professional as well, because that's helped us both really process shock, hasn't it? Yeah. And I think like Laura Lee said, it's been one year. That's very fresh in grief years, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Like people think, like I mentioned earlier, the first year is the hardest and then it gets easier. I was like, that's a big load of BS. You know, one year is still so fresh and so, so fresh. Yeah. And it's like when we talked to Megan Devine um, in our podcast interview with her, she's a, you know, grief expert. She's sort of like one of the founders of the grief, grief movement, isn't she? I guess in terms of like books and like literacy and you were telling her about like your mum's passing and like how it's been two and a half years. And she was like, that is still so raw. Like, yeah. That's so fresh for you. And like, and I think it's refreshing we... hearing that. You yeah. Know? And yeah. I think we sometimes think, don't we like, Oh, it's been a couple of years, you know, but actually, no, it's like, it's actually so, so recent. Like, of course you're going to feel shocked. Exactly. And someone that's been in my life, my entire life. And I'm now having to learn to live without them. Like that shit ain't easy guys. <laughs> <laughs> And Ocean Wave says, talk therapy helps and being kind to yourself, sobbing it out and talking to your loved one too. Talking it out with a therapist, like Sal said, is really important if you're struggling and family and friends, if they are supportive, like, you know, it's important to kind of express how you're feeling and it can help you kind of come to terms with your loss in the process. Like for me, talking was so important. That's probably Mm -hmm. why I started a podcast, but it just, it helps me process everything, especially in that shock, shock phase when I just had no idea what was going on for me. Mm -hmm. And Ginny Penelope says the proper shock for me lasted two to three months. Time has helped me in terms of processing it. See, again, everyone is so different two to three months. Some people are still a year in, Colleen Bean says, lots of tea, sitting in silence in nature, music, mindless TV, screaming. I'm still in shock though. Those those are all really great tips. Screaming, I did a lot of that (laughs) in the start. And I think just accepting that you're still in shock, you know, accepting Mm. that that's where you're at right now and it's not how you're going to feel forever. I think, yeah, it's important. Thanks, Colleen, for those tips. Definitely. And Lauren Early says, My person died in December 2019, and then the pandemic started in early 2020. I worked in a hospital and my unit became the COVID unit, along with several others to follow. I was still in a daze, and when we started working, it was just non-stop for several months, and I only had a couple of days off all month. During therapy, which I'd started recently, I actually realised how I'd been using work as an emotional band-aid all this time because it's all I knew. I was living in survival mode and going to therapy has helped me immensely. And I think that's, yeah, like a really important one, like to talk about. And I had a similar experience, Mm. like, you know, I was in survival mode after my mum died. And it's really different because I wasn't dealing on the front line, dealing with COVID as well as my grief, which would have been an awful, awful lot. And Lauren, we take our hat off to you because it's um that's a that's a lot to be dealing with but I think when we just kind of throw ourselves into things we can use it can't we as like a way to kind of just muscle through and use the shock as like maybe a bit of an avoidance so I'm really pleased that you've had therapy and that it's helped you um but sometimes when we're in survival mode we just need to survive don't we as Mm -hmm. well and I think yeah it's, it's so different for all of us 
And a knickknack makes says, I don't think my shock came until way after we lost our little boy, maybe because we had to go through the birth and then the pandemic. I think the shock actually came a year later when our newborn girl arrived having the support around me to be able to have the quiet moments away from the baby to reflect on my grief and shock really helped me. We are so sorry that it's just so much to go through. And that's the thing, you know, when you're trying to survive each day and then layer on a pandemic, it can just be so hard to even comprehend. So yeah, Mm. sending you lots and lots of love. And Beck Smile says, mine lasted four months. I used that period of time to get a lot of the admin stuff done. Sal, I think you can relate. <laughs> can relate, yeah. Yeah. And I basically yeah. grieved grieved via a to-do list in the first few months. Like, it was like... <laughs> Pro, what did you say? Project managed the shit out of, out of your loss, like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, honestly. Um, I can't relate to that at all, but yeah. <laughs> so, so different. Um, Rufus five says 15 months since my daughter died. And I still think I'm experiencing shock. We are so sorry. And like we said, you know, 15 months is very, very fresh and losing your child is something that nobody should have to go through. And it's going to take a long time and we're sending you so much love and strength and life and sprinkle of autism says 18 months in, and I still get moments of shock. Letting myself feel my feelings helps. Terry Tubbs says it took six months for me, maybe even a year. The first year wasn't real. Nothing helps except the passing of time. Yes, the first year is not real. Like it doesn't feel real. It's so, so hard to comprehend. So it's normal, you know, to be feeling this years down the line. Chanita says, reading books on grief, listening to podcasts like Good Morning. (laughs) Thanks, Chanita. (laughs) I think... One of the greatest things about grief books and podcasts and resources is that we hope it can help you understand and process what's going on for you, which definitely, it, I mean, I, I feel like podcasts were so helpful for me because in the, in the beginning when I was in that shock, I couldn't read anything. Like no. I got all the books and I tried and I, you know, start to read that my mind was just elsewhere. So yeah, I found podcasts really helpful too. And that's what we sort of connected on when we first met each other isn't it we we're like swapping podcast episodes and yeah and, and it's just listening to other people's stories as well like knowing yeah. that you're not alone but also just it's just an easy medium to like process information I think when sometimes you're like brain is like smashed to smithereens you're like I just can't actually read anything too heavy um so yeah good good suggestions guys and we really hope this episode helped you in knowing that you're not alone and maybe there's some key takeaways that might help you too if you're still navigating the shock but above all there's no right or wrong way if you're three years in if you're 10 years in if you're one week in everyone is different and so we just want to normalize that you know whatever you're going through and however you're feeling and if your shock is you know lasting a little bit longer than you expected like take the pressure off yourself and definitely seek some professional help if you think it might help you yes and if you've enjoyed this episode or our podcast so far guys we would love it if you could give us a rating or a review i can't even talk here we go this one's for me (laughs) 
We would love it if you would give us a rating or a review on any of the platforms that you listen to our podcast on. And if you're needing a little bit of extra support, don't forget we have our private Facebook community group called Good Morning Grief Community. And until next time, guys, we will chat to you soon. 